On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. This October, Overwatch 2 arrives. I'm going to give you a rundown on what to expect from the new free-to-play team-based shooter game. There are a ton of epic heroes to play, each with their own unique abilities, personalities, and roles. Charge into battle as a guerrilla scientist, take aim as a cybernetic super soldier, or heal up your team as a rollerblading DJ. No matter what mode you play, work together to get that dub. Overwatch 2, free to play October 4th. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Sunday, February 13th, a Super Bowl Sunday edition of the Ice Guys, of course. Counting down six hours and a little bit away from Super Bowl 56, LA Rams, Cincinnati Bengals. But we're here to talk hockey and we're seeing if we can put some money in your pocket before the big game kicks off. Because obviously, as the tradition with Super Bowl Sunday, all the games are early, uh, early in the afternoon before the game kicks off. There's never any NHL on Super Bowl Sunday evening. They're never in a million years going to compete with the Super Bowl. So we have four games, they're all early starts. Ian Cameron, we got Andrew McGinnis back with us today, and Vito back with us once again. He's our weekend uh, Ice Guys panelist, if you will, moving forward. So great to have him back as well. Just briefly, because we want to get to these games, and a couple of them are starting in about 20 minutes from now. Uh, just briefly on last night, uh, Thatcher Demko basically steals two points for Vancouver. Terrific performance from him to beat Toronto by a score of 3-2 last night. Very impressive with that. Uh, we saw Calgary keep on rolling. Uh, the Flames are indeed burning bright uh, right now. Uh, the Calgary Flames, another very impressive win uh, over the New York Islanders, scoring goals in bunches, locking it down defensively when they have to. Very impressive hockey team right now. There's no other way around it. They get the win. I think everybody and his brother was on St. Louis in some form uh, yesterday against Chicago. Uh, they cruised to a 5-1 win. Uh, Minnesota, Carolina, look, uh, the best bet over for me falls short in that game. It ends 3-2 Minnesota. Um, I, I'm, and I'm not going to say, and I'm not going to complain about the fact that it was 3-2 in the third and it stayed 3-2. That game probably should have stayed under. The under was the right side. There's no question. It was one nothing going into the third, and then all of a sudden the floodgates opened uh, in the third, but it still fell short of the uh, original game total. But uh, we talked about it yesterday. I was not looking to go against Minnesota in that spot. They had the rest advantage. They were at home off a shutout loss to Winnipeg. Kind of felt like things were in their favor in terms of the schedule, uh, and they took advantage of it with a 3-2 win over uh, Carolina. We also saw Boston shut out Ottawa 2-0. Give the Bruins credit. Shorthanded, still no Marshawn and Bergeron. They get the win 2-0. Jets with one of the upsets of the day, 5-2 over Nashville. Too many penalties for Nashville. Can't stay in the box for, you know, over almost a third, a quarter of the game, you know, and expect to uh, win a hockey game. And 
That was the issue, lack of discipline for the Nashville Predators, and Winnipeg makes them pay for it. Nice bounce back for Winnipeg, 5-2 on a tough spot, too, back-to-back on the road. Jets get it done. Columbus with a heart, sending the Montreal Canadiens home with another loss, another heartbreaker for Montreal. What final seconds? Patrick Lyonnais with the game winner, two to one. Uh, just don't remind brutal. me. Yeah, brutal <laughs> loss for Montreal. We'll see if they're going to win a game in my lifetime. They'll have another chance today uh, against the uh, Buffalo Sabers. Detroit with a four-two win as well against Philly. Uh, Andrew, we'll start with you. Some thoughts on yesterday, Saturday's action. Uh, well, of course, I'm demoralized by that Montreal Canadiens game, but I thought it was a really good effort by them. And, uh, you know, as much as <laughs> they've had a horrible, horrible season, um, I, I did a little rant and I tweeted it out. It was a little video I had and I talked with you guys about it the other day on the show that um, and, I, and you and you know, Ian, from just the time working with me, how I've always said about coaching changes in the NHL or in hockey in general. Sometimes it's not even just about, um, you know, what the coach is saying. It's just about a new, new voice in the room. You know, like the fact that people are saying that St. Louis has said some majorly important things to Caulfield and that's why he's playing better to me. It, I just, I can't even take that seriously. I mean, what, what is he a magician? Like, what is he telling him how to score goals again? Like, I think that he's giving him confidence again and maybe he's, you know, under a new coach and learning a few new things, but let's face it. There's no pressure on this team right now. So I thought that was, you know, um, it's still a good game, but, you know, created a lot of chances. They ran into a good goaltender there. You, you know, that, that's what happened yesterday. It was great goaltending uh, for the Columbus. Um, yeah, great goaltending from Thatcher Demko, like you said, as well. Um, you know, if if the Vancouver Canucks could give him goal support all season long, um, then this team would be really, really, really tough to play against. Speaking of goal support, uh, that's what uh, Markstrom's getting over in Calgary. I mean, uh, and the, all the Flames uh, goaltenders. I mean, five goals from them. Big outburst uh, in the third period as well. Uh, I'm impressed with this Flames team. You know, like they've really turned it on. They had a decent first half of the season, but um, they mean business. And, uh, hey, we talked about it pre-show, and um, you just mentioned it. Um, my best bet of the day yesterday was the Blues team total over three and a half and was able to get there with that one. Um, and I kind of stayed away otherwise. So looking forward to today's uh, today's card. Um couple of interesting ones, and I actually have some cross-sport uh, props, uh, if anybody's interested in those for the NFL and NHL. Yeah, NHL, you can do basically Super Bowl cross-sport props are basically mostly for the games today, whether it's NHL, NBA, even college basketball. They offer uh, cross-sport props every year for the Super Bowl uh, with those three sports for sure. Uh, Vito, what was your uh, thoughts overall from yesterday's games? Uh, yeah, a little bit adding about Montreal there. Yeah, I will. I think that the coaching change actually means a lot. Just look at the teams. I mean, Montreal, okay, first period, not so good, but the rest of the game was very good, and we can all agree on that. And just look at the Oilers. Somehow, Smith comes out and, and plays an amazing yeah. game, and it's a 3-1 win, you know? So, yeah, I mean, everybody just wants to, like, I think, show to the coach that and get their attention so they earn the playing time for later, you know? So I, I think players start to play better when they got new coach. It's yeah. just not every, everything is like momentum, I think. Yeah, my, my point is more so just that, like you said, like momentum. Like, it's not like the yeah. coach is actually saying anything in one day. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. that's my... Like, I, obviously, you played uh, at a high level. I never played at a high I, I just think that, like, it's more so about the mental aspect than it actually is about, like, the coach teaching things, you know, like Bruce Boudreau didn't have a practice with the Canucks for like four days, but they went on a good big win yeah. streak. So it was kind of like a new, a new voice in the locker room. I, I think, you know, yeah, you know, well, do, do you like St. Louis Vito? I think he's going to be good for them. 
And I think Caulfield just wants to show St. Louis that he's a great player, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. what I, I would do. That's what I would have a feeling. I would have an extra motivation to play, to show a new coach that I am actually better than everybody thought before. Yep. No question about yeah. that. Absolutely. Um. So, uh, by but the overall, way. Yeah. But overall, yesterday, Nashville let me down, of course, with the penalties. I mean, just blow two nothing lead. So, nice start. Okay, it is what it is. But yeah, Calgary, I guess, is the fourth game for me on the row. I've been on the Calgary. So that's pretty okay for me there. And I won on Blues as well. So it was yep. pretty okay. And I, I pushed, I guess. Yep, good. So you bad, you, you made some money. That's what matters, yeah. right? That's all that matters. <laughs> Plus money in the, at the end of the day is a good thing. Yeah. yeah, Bruce Boudreau, all he told Brock Besser when he got there was just shoot the puck a little bit more. You know, that's all he said. He didn't say you got to change your release. You got to change your technique. You got to, you know, maybe go to different areas of the offensive zone to score. All he said was just shoot the puck and trust your confidence. Trust you your just look at the Mitch, uh, Mitch Marner. I mean, yeah. all, there's, all, the, all the time talks about him shooting and he just keeps shooting. <laughs> yeah. Now he's a shooting machine, as I've yeah. said multiple How times. How many games there. straight is that over for his shots, guys? Do you guys yeah. know? It's I remarkable. Like seven, like eight or yep. more. Even. Wow. Yeah. And there's been no adjustment. It's been two and a half the whole while. So we'll and they keep talking about that. <laughs> yep. media. Yeah, and he keeps shooting. Yep. Yeah. We'll see if it's yeah. uh, now look, if it's two and a half tomorrow, there uh, there'll be an action on Monday when they take on the uh, Seattle Kraken. So it'll be interesting to see what that shots prop is uh, for that game as well. All right. We got games uh, starting in about 15 minutes. So let's get to it. We got a Sunday card with four games, starting with Buffalo Sabres, Montreal Canadians. We got Buffalo minus 115 uh, road favorites, total six uh, in this game. I like over the total here. Uh, I do, even though yesterday's game was under and you, maybe you will see Montreal tighten it up. They did yesterday. We'll give them credit for that, but Buffalo's really been loose. All right. In their own zone. And I cashed a ticket with the over against Columbus best bet on the show earlier this week. Very loose in their own zone. It's very, very easy to get good position in the offensive zone against the Buffalo Sabres right now. That being said, at least prior to yesterday, it was very easy for every opponent to do the same against Montreal uh, as well. Uh, Samuel Montembeau in net for Montreal. Craig Anderson in net for Buffalo. He was god-awful the last time we saw him. Uh, it was against Arizona. It couldn't have been any worse. A couple of those goals were just hideous. One right through the wickets. It was like one of those goals, a, a goaltender from the 80s you know, would have given up, you know, just bad, bad form uh, for Craig Anderson. So I would expect both of these teams, especially an early start. Sometimes these can go either way. Sometimes it's lethargic and it's uh, very, very dull. And sometimes the j goals just fly in left and right. But you got two teams that are two of the bottom of the barrel teams. Uh, like I say, playing for exercise, goaltending we don't trust, defense we don't trust. I like the over here. And I like Cole Caulfield goal scorer prop, you know, ride it at this point two goals in two games with marty san louis behind the bench uh he scored their only goal against columbus uh, on saturday if it ain't broke don't fix it in my opinion um andrew what do you think here sabers habs well <laughs> with a team that only has i think you know eight game eight wins in the season uh the last two times i've come on this show and said that the canadians are a bet on team uh for that particular day it hasn't gone very well for me uh, but i'll just be brutally honest here guys I'm really tempted to take the Canadians here. Uh, and <laughs> I did I've, yesterday, and they still found a way to fuck it up, so I'm out. <laughs> nope. Well, you know, it's funny, Ian, because I know that you've been on the Habs over train, and I've got a buddy of mine who's he's not a hockey fan at all, huge basketball fan, right? And uh, he 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 uh, he tailed one of my one of my picks on the Habs over one day. And he started checking all the Habs games and he goes, guys, why aren't we just betting every single game over that this team plays <laughs> because they're so bad on defense? Uh, but 
I don't know. I, I really like the way they they had that third period. So um, I, I'm going to go ahead and say Canadians here, Ian. Like, obviously, you can tell that it's not my favorite play. I, I have personally bet it, so I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Um, but I, I just I love the way a team ended a game. And I always say that um, even if, it you know, some people in the handicapping business that don't watch games and i don't understand how that that's even possible but if you watch that game you know how well the canadians were playing that was the best offensive you know puck possession i've ever seen out of the canadians this season you know confidence moving the puck around finding open guys and you know i i hate to say the cliche but it looked like they were having fun and enjoying themselves so um i'll take them and also a player prop on tyler Toffoli to score a goal today all right, and Tyler Toffoli. Uh, Tyler Toffoli's been a good shots on goal prop lately as well. So maybe also that look at that uh, prop, uh, prop uh, that prop as well. The shots on goal for him. Uh, Vito, what do you like here? Yeah, well, talking about Montreal here. Well, they only had one practice so far, so they didn't have a lot of time to practice. So, but they finished that game on a good note, really. Yeah, like they had all the pressure. And I mean, we will just talk about here about a little bit about the props. Also, I can tell you, I think Brandon Gallagher has went over 2.5 shots in every uh, in six of his last seven home games. So that's what you can maybe look at. Uh, because here in Europe, we don't have shot props in our books so much. Or just the odds are terrible. So I don't... Uh, that's disappointing, so Vito. Yeah. You deserve better than that. <laughs> you deserve better than that as an NHL better over there. So yeah, but anyways, like, well, this is a division rival game, right? The first meeting, Buffalo won 5-1. to one. Second meeting, Buffalo won also 4-1. to one. So they're going to play two more times, right? And I, well... And two uh, two games left. Both games are left in Montreal, so uh, this is the very great spot. Well, no, no, I wouldn't say great spot for Montreal because also if you look just at the rest factor, I mean, which which game this is for the Montreal in this week? I know they're coming off the break and everything, but for Montreal, this is a give me a second. Uh, it's the fourth game right this week, and Buffalo only second. Not sure. How, well, Buffalo played against Columbus the first game. What was the score there? I already forgot. Well, it's a major rest advantage for Buffalo. No question. A little bit, yeah, a little yep. bit. Yeah. So I'm staying away from this game. I don't know any wagers, you know, just all the information. Well, leaning, I don't know. It also can go under. I mean, maybe it's a sleepy start like yesterday. No teams uh, just keep it like, you know, keep it simple. Don't want to do any mistakes. It's early, something like that. So I don't have any big opinion on this game, to be honest. Just maybe a look at Gallagher, says uh, yeah, over shots yeah. for uh, Vito in this one, potentially. Just a lean, but it is worth noting, actually. You're right. Last three home games, I see it on this uh, game log here. Three shots in each of those last three home games for him. So maybe that Buffalo is, is allowing a lot of shots on that. That is true. Both of these teams yeah. are. But yeah. uh, that's why there's a chance for the puck to go in. In my opinion today, we'll see oh, how yeah. that one goes. Sabres you guys find Anthony. it funny that Dom Ducharme, uh, all he needed was a goaltender and asked uh, the GMs for a goaltender. And all of a sudden, St. Louis gets hired. And uh, all of a sudden, we they go and pick up Hammond. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? way, yeah, talking yeah. about Hammond, we didn't actually mention. Hamburglar. Yeah, Hamburglar. Where, where was he a couple uh, months ago? <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's his first game this season, no? Or no? He's not starting. Samuel Walkenbo's in. Ah, right, 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 right. Again, right, yeah. right We're going right, with him right. on a back-to-back. -back. Yeah. I, I, I think that's the better option. changed, maybe. <laughs> to be honest, I don't okay. trust Ham Hammond, to be honest with you. He was a flash in the pan years ago uh, for, yeah. for, 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 a, for a couple of seconds, and that's about it. All right, Ottawa and Washington next up. We've got uh, Washington minus 250, uh, home favorites, total six in this game. Um, obviously Ottawa's in the tricky spot here back to back for them. They were home against Boston yesterday and credit to the Bruins, uh, shorthanded, 
Uh, but obviously they were not very pleased with, uh, they knew they were up against it against Carolina, but I'm sure they weren't very pleased with getting just annihilated six to nothing uh, by the Hurricanes because they certainly played like it yesterday. A much better game from the uh, Boston Bruins, pretty solid at both ends of the ice. And Ottawa now suddenly shut out in back-to-back games. So they're on a uh, uh, 60 or it's 120-minute uh, goal scoring drought as a team going into this game back to back shutout losses. So they'll be looking to crack the goose egg today against Washington. Here's another game where, much like Buffalo and Montreal, where Buffalo's had a couple of days off, a major scheduling advantage and rest advantage. Same thing here. Washington's been off for two days, they haven't played since beating Montreal uh, back on Thursday, five to two. Whereas here's Ottawa coming in here playing their fourth game, third game in four nights and back to back. So Definitely scheduling advantages, situationals point to the Capitals uh, here uh, in this game today. Uh, as far as their lineup goes, uh, they are going to have Alex Ovechkin back uh, for this game. He's off COVID protocol. He is back in the lineup, and he will retake his spot on the top line with Nick Backstrom uh, and Connor Sheary. So uh, big, obviously, news there when you ever you talk about the great eight uh, coming back to the lineup. No change in Oshie's status. Oshie remains out. Uh, for the Capitals. Looks like Anton Forsberg will be in net. No surprise after Murray got the start yesterday. Uh, and Ilya, Sam- Ilya Samsonov's coming off one of his better starts. Now it was against Montreal, but still, there's not many starts where he's given up two goals or less recently. And he finally had one of those starts against uh, Montreal. So is that a sign maybe for Ilya Samsonov to get his game back and maybe start playing better? Because he's had a tough stretch of hockey in net for Washington lately. We'll see if he can get it back. I really have not much on this game. It's a pass for me with the Senators and Capitals. It's a tough spot for Ottawa. Uh, I'm not ready to back them. The price is tempting, but they're slumping to the score at the moment. Washington's trying to get on a run, trying to put some wins together. They know they have work to do. So I'm passing on this one. Washington's probably the side, but not at minus 250 for me. Uh, Vito, let's start with you here on this one. Ottawa, Washington. Yeah, well, talking about this game, well, this is the only game which actually I liked. When I you know, looked at the yesterday's card, which I like, like because uh, I think for Washington, they kind of went in this slump, you know, before the All-Star break. And now they're kind of trying to get out of it. And they, they have pretty get, great uh, games in hand and ahead of them, you know. So, and just like, well, historically, well, uh, Washington has had a pretty great success against Ottawa. How much I remember, like, in the last previous seasons. Uh, what else well, can I tell about this game? Ah, well, uh, actually, Washington scored the last five games. Washington is scoring already 4.2 goals. So that's pretty lot, you know. Washington was not scoring a little bit before, but now they're back in on scoring. So that's great. That's what I love to see from Washington. Yeah, they're still allowing three goals. Let's see how Samsono do today. And for Ottawa, I mean, I just remember when they went to Islanders, I think, as well. A little bit same schedule, but they were playing at home, home, and then they went to play Islanders, and Islanders won 4-1. to one. So I kind of lean on these kind of uh, same things that I have done before. I kind of do that same later again. So again, I see like Ottawa is going from home just to play now one game in Washington. Then they're going to go home home and again play at home. And I just think it's a massive advantage here for Washington situationally. And I think they should get this game done. They had one already two previous meetings. So that could be the only reason why sense maybe would like to get this done also today. But yeah, I have my wager on Washington puck line. All right, there you go. That 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 would be the value for sure. I mean, if you like Washington, look at regulation, look at puck line. Puck line's around minus one and a half, even money 
uh, for the Capitals. So Vito liking the puck line here, minus one and a half with Washington. Andrew sends caps. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I'll tell you what, guys, I've had such bad luck with uh, puck lines that I'm scared of them. <laughs> I just, I'm just on the team total over three and a half, uh, minus 125, 130 with the Capitals. You know what? I've been waiting for a breakout uh, little mini, mini streak from them, but I haven't really been able to see it. And uh, we'll see if they can develop something here because uh, the good news is even in some games they've lost recently, um, they've still been putting up some goals. So we'll see if that, you know, um, the game against Columbus and the game against Montreal uh, means anything. Um, you know, obviously two teams that are kind of below par, but hey, so is Ottawa, you know, and, and like Vito mentioned, a great point by him was the situational spot also not to mention um you know the teams that ottawa has played recently um i know boston has kind of been struggling a little bit but still playing carolina pittsburgh and boston that is not easy for a team and then now you have to play washington again here on a sunday afternoon in uh, the nation's capital not an easy spot so um i think you know uh circumstances uh would tell us that washington uh, should get it going here today all right, team total over three and a half at minus one thirty for uh, Andrew with the Capitals here in this game. Yes, this was a yeah rescheduled game, uh, so that's why it's such a again. There's going to be teams in a situation like this where they've got to play an extra game or two that was postponed earlier in the year, and as a result, you're going to see many situations like this that we see with Ottawa today, where you're playing your fourth game in six nights and your fifth game in seven nights, actually as well for Ottawa. So you're going to a lot of games in a short, a condensed period of time. That's that's basically what we're going to see here in the month of February. Multiple examples of this for teams across the NHL uh, as they try to pack in this schedule. All right, next up, we've got this one's actually you've got some time. If you're watching live, this one doesn't start until about an hour from now. Uh, Pittsburgh and New Jersey. We've got Pittsburgh minus 220 uh, road favorites, six and a half the total uh, in this game. Uh, this is another over for me, and not normally do I like Pittsburgh overs, but I'm going to make an exception here because they're playing New Jersey, and New Jersey's uh they can score and they give up goals. That's the New Jersey Devils, and we have seen that four of their last five have gone over the total. They've scored seven. How about that? 14 goals in the last two games from this Devils team. The seven-goal outburst against Montreal, that wasn't so shocking because we know Montreal's been hemorrhaging goals, giving up. Uh, scoring seven against St. Louis was a bit surprising, although two of them were in the empty net. It was really five goals, five non-empty net goals for uh, New Jersey uh, in that win against St. Louis and a struggling Jordan Bennington uh, in net that night for the uh, Blues. But no, give New Jersey credit. I mean, they have found ways still to keep their offense going. They've had uh, obviously uh, issues in terms of having Jack Hughes uh, being out, but it looks like Jack Hughes is going to return uh, for the uh, Devils today uh, from uh, the COVID-19 protocol list uh, for this game. Jesper Bratt, questionable. I think the last I heard, they're they're hopeful that he was going to be uh, in the uh, lineup today for the Devils, and Jesper Bratt's been one of their uh, better forwards. He's definitely uh, someone that we've been betting a lot of shots on goal overs uh, with uh, lately as well. Uh, we'll see if he's in the lineup. It looks like game-time decision for him. He's had a solid year, 14 goals, 29 assists, 43 points uh, for Jesper Bratt this year. So it's been a really nice season for him, uh, for the New Jersey Devils. As far as Pittsburgh's concerned, they're off a shutout win uh, against Ottawa. Very good performance from Casey to Smith in that game. But, of course, it'll be back to uh, Tristan Jari uh, in net uh, for this game for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. There is a potential, by the way, we don't know who the Devils goalie is going to be. 
Uh, but apparently there's potential for Mackenzie Blackwood maybe being activated and starting today. Not confirmed yet, but we might see Mackenzie Blackwood. Even if he is in, I still like this over because he hasn't played in forever. And let's be honest, he hasn't had a good season. He's had a very mediocre at best season for the Devils uh, in that. And if it's not him, you'll get a very mediocre to below average option, whether it's Gillies uh, in net uh, or uh, Nico Dawes. And, you know, you don't really trust either of those two goalies if it happens to be one of them uh, for the New Jersey Devils today. Um, so either way, I like this game over the total here. Andrew, what do you think? Pittsburgh, New Jersey. Yeah, I'm right there with you on the over. Um, I, I think that I'm, I'm not Pittsburgh, you know, is one of those teams that I always say they don't take their foot off the gas pedal. They play good de defense. I, that's one of the reasons why I made a future on them to win the East. Uh, when they're playing big games, they do have play good defensive hockey. But for some reason, like in certain some games recently, um, you, you look against Washington or you look even against L.A., um, you know, even that game against Detroit, I wasn't really looking at a good defensive team when I watched them play. Uh, and, and against New Jersey, I expect them to kind of show up and uh, want to do similar things to what they did against Ottawa, except for keep pouring them in. New Jersey's defense hasn't looked very good anymore. Um, is Blackwood confirmed? Is he 100%? Check. He's available is for it? New Jersey, but he's not been confirmed as the starting okay. goalie. Yeah. Confirmed, they haven't yeah. decided. Okay. They're going to wait. We'll know in about 30 minutes when they take yeah. the ice for the pregame skate, essentially. Uh, I'll tell you what. Like I, I'm curious to, to hear Vito's take on this, but I, you know, I think that sometimes you see a goalie make their first start back and they're ready to go and that it's all good. But sometimes I think there's lots of pressure put on that goalie their first time back in. And even if they have a good game, there still might be a few uh, squeakers uh, go by them that they might usually have saved in the past. So, and I think New Jersey can get a few as well. You know, uh, look at the last couple of games for them, been very, very messy, but they've scored 14 goals their last two games. Um, and the games before that, they allowed four, they allowed seven, they allowed six. Um, so recent history would tell us that this should see some goals here. Uh, my only hope is that Pittsburgh doesn't take their foot off the gas pedal and they keep pressing because I think the only way we lose this over is off, you know, uh, Pittsburgh kind of playing more tight checking and um, changing up their formations in the middle of the game. That's true. I mean, that's sometimes what you get when Pittsburgh gets a lead, usually by two or three goals, especially they'll really put it in the lockdown mode. Uh, we'll see if that ends up happening, but I've also seen New Jersey give this team a lot of fits. You know, New Pittsburgh has had a hard time building margin uh, against New Jersey in the past. The devils have just been one of those teams that have played the penguins close played them tough so we'll see if that ends up happening once again today uh, what do you think here Vito Pittsburgh New Jersey um, yeah I'm talking about the goalies I think it's actually all individual individual for each goalie you know I well you see that Demko can come back and he can play a very good game well Blackwood on the other side I'm not so sure about him right so it's yeah so it's I think situational for goalies but most of most of the times I don't think that the first game you should be well, Demko, yeah, he's just good. And most of the goalies, they should have shaky starts, I think. And uh, anyways, about the game a little bit. Well, if you watch the previous games, yeah, the Pittsburgh lost, actually, first game at home to Devils, a two, a two against four. And that was a high, uh, very many shots in that game. That was like 40 shots to Devils, 35, I think, to Pittsburgh. And then Pittsburgh went to Dev uh, New Jersey, uh, win the, uh, won there three to two. And shots was like 21 to Pittsburgh and 17 to Devils. So... Pittsburgh really shut down that game, second game, because they lost the first game. So they really went in to win that second game, I guess. And now it's the third game between these division rivals. I mean, 
And if you just look at the Pittsburgh, they can finish this road on, road on three, perfect 3 nothing, right? They have won first two games. This is the last game. Then, the, the, then they play home, I think, against St. Louis or something. I already forgot, but yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, definitely there's a little bit goalie mismatch in this game. Just look at the well, it's Blackwood and, and Jari. Jari has been phenomenal this year. And uh, yeah, well, what else I can tell you about this game? I mean, Pittsburgh has been very great on the road this year. If you just check their Pittsburgh record on the road, I mean, it's uh, 15, uh, 16, 5, 1, and 2. So 16 wins. That's that's very nice. Uh, I think Pittsburgh is the play, to be honest, in this game. Uh, I would take over definitely with people. I, will, I haven't placed any wagers, but I actually was looking on this line. I was looking at over three and a half goals, uh, goals as well here. And well, I guess that would be my take in this game. Yeah. All right. There you go. So no, no official uh, bet uh, for Vito, but he's kind of leaning toward Pittsburgh here. A team oh, Crosby, Crosby should get his five, fifth hundred goal, right? Perhaps today. So that's yeah, I forgot about that. You. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's All looking right, for it. He's closing in on it. And uh, would, will today be the day ends up being the uh, question here, but yeah, over the same, yeah. same price as the uh, Washington team total. It's minus one thirty. Uh, with that. What about so, Crosby to get a point and Ovechkin to get a point parlayed together? Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, you think it's always a good shot, shot for them to get, but especially when you factor in the matchup. You got Ooh, Washington playing, against yeah. the tired Ottawa team. You got Pittsburgh against a horrendous defensive team like New Jersey. Uh, for the yeah. most part, they're horrendous. I mean, I know they had the Montreal game, but they're still, they give up goals for the most part uh, in a lot of their games recently. So definitely can see that. He just needs one, by the way. He's at 499 right now. Yeah. Just needs one more goal, Sidney Crosby, to hit the 500 goals club uh, in the National Hockey League. Quite an accomplishment uh, for him. No doubt about that. Uh, all right. Final game of this Sunday card. It's the latest game. It's 2 p.m. Eastern. And it's definitely the game of the short Four games late. Oh, actually, sure we didn't one. mention. Did we mention the Malkin returning? Is he in lineup? Gino. That's a big Gino is um, dated. He's let me see. I don't. I didn't expect him to be back. No, he is back. Yep, he is back. Probably Gino is play. back. That's yep. a big. I remember, guys, how he came back last time. Yep. He came back and scored, I think, two goals. Yeah, <laughs> he did. An automatic improvement and boost it was to the power play. Yeah, Mike Sullivan was non-committal. He said game time decision, but the update since he said that was expect him to play unless there's a setback when he takes the ice before the game he will probably play for the uh, penguins so it looks like we will have a geno malkin uh sighting and we'll have him returning uh in net here uh or on the ice i should say for the uh, uh for the pittsburgh penguins here all right we got colorado dallas probably the best game of the early afternoon games here uh colorado minus 165 uh, road favorites six the total uh, pretty much across the board in this one. Should be an interesting one. Obviously, Colorado going on the road against a Dallas team that's done their most damage, I guess you could say, at home. How about the Stars' offense? That's what's taken me by surprise the last several games. This uh, last four-game stretch that they've had, they've scored six, three, four, and four. A grand total of 17 goals for the Dallas Stars in their last four games combined. Jamie Benn is scoring. Tyler Sagan is chipping in, which is good. Those are the guys that sometimes they they disappear, uh, and they're scoring lately. Rupe Hintz has been amazing. Jason Robertson continues to be just a, a a terror right now for opposing teams. So Dallas has a lot of their they they got Radulov back recently. So you know the Dallas Stars suddenly they've got some offense going. Uh, they're putting the puck in the net. They are capitalizing and converting uh, on many of their chances. I think even their 
power play lately has been uh, a lot better. Yes, it has. They've scored three power play goals in the last four games, uh, so which has been good to see. Uh, now, can they carry this over and keep it going here uh, to this afternoon against Colorado is the big question. The Avalanche just, other than that lone blemish against Arizona of all teams, which snapped that a massive home win streak. Uh, they've pretty much won every other game, nine and one their last 10. Big, big, big win against Tampa Bay, uh, three to two uh, in that showdown to prevent proverbial potential Stanley Cup final preview, if you will, in that game, beating the Lightning 3-2. Now they go on the road here for just one game, it looks like, against Dallas. Then they return home to play Dallas again on Monday, so this or Tuesday, rather. So this is going to be a, a first of a home-and-home home between these two teams. And then they go on the road, face Vegas and Buffalo. You know, they get Dallas at home. They go on the road here for this uh, game today. Just when I think about it coming off a big win against um, Tampa Bay, it's not the best spot for Colorado. What is good news, though, for Colorado, guys, Nate McKinnon is back today for them. Uh, certainly a significant uh, deal. Uh, we know he had a significant return. Uh, getting him back, he'll probably be back on his usual perch, uh, top-line duty with uh, Rantanen and Landeskog. And all of a sudden, you get McKinnon back, and it lengthens the lineup big time here. Um, I'm tempted by the over the total here and no, no, uh, in this one. Colorado does seem to go over lately more on the road than at home. At home, they've had this recent trend of we get a lead, we tighten it up, and we try to shut you down. And they've been going under like crazy at Ball Arena lately. But the last time they were on the road was a while ago. It was against Chicago. That game was 6-4. to four. So it's kind of that game where Colorado on, at home, believe it or not, when they've gotten the lead, they've shut it down. On the road, maybe it's not as easy to shut the other team down when the home team's got last line change. They can match up a little bit better. Uh, but nevertheless, we have seen uh, Colorado kind of actually trend stronger to the under at home than on the road. Dallas has been scoring goals in bunches, particularly at home. So that's why I kind of don't mind giving the over a shot here. I don't 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 love it, but I think over as long as you get it at six, it is juiced at minus one twenty five in most spots. But that's the way I'd probably play this one is uh, abs and stars over. You certainly can't deny the form the stars are in offensively at the moment. And there's talk that Braden Holpe uh, might end up being the goaltender today uh, for them and give Ottinger a rest and hope he hasn't played in a while. So I worry about him and his ability to be sharp today uh, in this one. Uh, Andrew, I think it's probably the best of these four games here on this early Super Bowl Sunday afternoon. What do you think, Colorado, Dallas? No argument there for me uh, that it's definitely, uh, you know, uh, an amazing game here tonight. I think it's going to be the best one. I think that, um, you know, on the Ice Guys show, I've pretty much failed to give Dallas respect on the money line. I've, I haven't given them as not as much respect this year when I've been involved in Dallas stars games though. However, it's been on the over, you know, I had that Nashville uh, where it was four, three Calgary, four, three, three straight games, by the way, same score line. Um, but I look at this Dallas team and the pace they play at has just completely changed from years past. I mean, uh, they push the puck up the ice. They're not as much a dump and chase team anymore. They constantly are carrying the puck over the blue line. Um, you know, talk about a guy like Rupe Hints, the way he plays every single day is just incredible um, for that team. And uh, they do allow lots of shots, though. And, and obviously getting McKinnon back is huge. The thing that I look at with Colorado is that, you know, they, they had that down spot um, at the start of the month against Arizona. Um, but, you know, their schedule is not easy coming up. And so I feel like this game is huge to them, which is why I'm actually going to take them here. Uh, on the road, uh, just on the money line. I know it's kind of juicy, 
but I'm taking them on the money line. I, I think that just kind of like I talked about earlier with Washington, I mean, you look at the crazy schedule uh, here for Colorado, how well they've played. Um, I'm not saying they need to go on a streak by any means, but I feel like these are kind of games they could win. And Dallas, uh, their identity of a good defensive team kind of uh, being lost won't help them against uh, Colorado. Dallas will not want to trade goals uh, against an avalanche team, I don't think. Um, there's just too many options. And like you said, with McKinnon back in the lineup, it creates more separation for other players and uh, they can get it done there. So um, I think Colorado gets it done tonight. And I think that that uh, loss against Arizona was almost a good wake up call. Uh, you're not going to win them all. And then they're back at it uh, tonight or obviously beat Tampa Bay and then not tonight. All right. So Colorado and uh, Andrew's playing a little safer here, uh, going with money line here, minus 165 here. Uh, with the Colorado. Oh, geez, I locked in uh, 150. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll say regulation then. Oh, for the uh, for the show purposes. Yeah, yeah. It, was it really that low at minus one? Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, I'm seeing that. A few books definitely had it minus 150. My bad. Yeah, the, I mean, I know it's only 15 cents, but that's still a lot. So yeah, minus 165. All right, for the show, we'll make it Colorado uh, in regulation, which is uh, definitely closer to uh, even money with that. Colorado in regulation, minus 105. So that one is definitely a better price with that. Uh, Vito, what do you think here, Avs and Stars? Well, I think this actually is a very important game for uh, Dallas. Uh, just if you watch, uh, they're going to play Avs after two days again, and that's going to be in Colorado. Yep. Well, Dallas needs points now to get in that playoff spot. I mean, they run, they're fifth in their division. So now they play two games against Colorado. I don't think they're going to drop both games. Uh, but what I don't like to say, as you guys mentioned, that's Holby starting, right? But is it confirmed? Um, Not confirmed, but I'm, I mean, I was hearing Rick Bonus say they mm -hmm. wanted to get him in for one of these okay. games against Colorado. Okay. It's whether it's well, this game or the next one. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't trust my major on the goalie and his first, like Holby against Avalanche. I mean, Avalanche, getting back McKinnon. So, yeah, I don't have any wagers on these games. Well, that, just because I don't like. Well, I see that they're going to play after two games. I like these revenge spots. Well, if I see Colorado losing today, I'm all over Colorado at home. But now, well, if Colorado wins this one, then at home, I'm also not sure what's going to happen. Or well, perhaps Colorado should win. I don't know. But well, today, if you want to see it, well, I think the, well, uh, Colorado actually outshot a Dallas for, uh, first game, 37 to 22. But Dallas managed to win that game, 3 to 1. So, you know, it was 37 shots to 22, so I mean Colorado is a better team. I guess nobody has no, – we can all agree on that. So if Colorado comes out today and gives their A game, I guess they're going to win. But if they lack a little bit focus and make some mistakes, I think Dallas has a chance to stick in this game as well. All right, so there we go. Basically, uh, could go either way right there yeah. is basically what Vito's trying to say right there. Colorado, Dallas uh, should be an interesting one. Again, these two teams will play again on Tuesday. And speaking of Tuesday – I think we, you guys already knew this, but we'll just make it official and just hammer it home to just uh, make sure we uh, make it official here. The, the next BetCast will be Tuesday night. So that's this Tuesday, February the 15th, uh, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and we're looking forward to it. We're going to try to make it every Tuesday the rest of the season, uh, Ice Guys BetCast. And the only thing I would question is maybe – we take a week or two off, maybe that week and, you know, right before the NCAA tournament in March, just because usually on the Tuesday they have uh, those play-in games or the first four, as they call them. We might not do one that night, but other than that, like pretty much for the rest of the regular season, you've got a nice guy's bet cast to look forward to 
uh, every single Tuesday night. So we're looking forward to that. And we're also looking at maybe doing a shorter version of the BetCast on Thursdays. Not every Thursday, but multiple Thursdays. Uh, Andrew and I were talking about that. Uh, maybe we would just be with you through the early games starting at 7 p.m. Eastern and then sign off after you know 10 p.m. Uh, when the uh, early games end. Uh, a little bit of a shorter version on Thursdays as well. So one BetCast every Tuesday for sure. And we might be having multiple weeks with a BetCast, a shorter uh, edition uh, on Thursdays. So we're going to have a lot of live BetCasts for the ice guys moving forward. We know you guys enjoy them. We enjoy doing them. We enjoy being part of them as well. So uh, looking forward to that. And Andrew, uh, I know you are as well. Yeah, I really enjoy them. I think it's just a chance to, uh, for everybody, everybody to chat and, uh, you know, just, um, get to know each other, but I have like a fun time, you know, obviously everyone's letting loose. I, it, it was nice people, uh, a lot of funny messages. People loved Alex's comedy. Uh, he was throwing chirps and he loves, uh, chirping players and having fun like that. And, uh, what's cool too is on those big Tuesday nights, everybody's on different pages. Everybody has different picks. It's cool. Like last night, uh, like you guys both said, we, we, a lot of us had St. Louis, but it's not going to happen like that every night. So it's kind of cool when we all come together and this guy's waiting on this team to score, this guy's hoping on that to happen. And we can kind of just all cheer for each other. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. There's no question. Vito was with us for the first BetCast this season that we did a couple of weeks ago uh, on that Tuesday night. And he was uh, probably uh, as good as anybody when it came to uh, keeping everybody up to date. You know, and uh, the, this the flash score, this Vito, score. the flash That's score. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, nice one. Yeah. I enjoyed the BetCast as well. It was a great one. You know, something to keep me up during the night to watch the game right. here, you know. Yep. So if, if uh, Vito ends up being one of these people that has uh, problems, uh, you know, getting proper sleep in the future, he can blame the Ice Guys BetCast for it. Uh, <laughs> I know. I actually, I think I will from March start to go sleep for yep. one month at least. <laughs> I haven't slept now. I have Olympics. I have any gel. I don't sleep. Yeah. Sleeping. Uh, you know what the uh, a couple of friends of mine say? I'll sleep when I'm dead. That's what they yeah. say. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, why waste your time sleeping a whole lot? You know, you got things to do and you want to enjoy life and experience things. So my problem is I just have too much coffee. If I'm if I'm sleepy, I'll just go. I'll keep making coffee or go to the store. That's my problem. If I'm if I'm tired, like uh, like you said, Vito, if I was betting like during uh, I, I like watching tennis. I was watching a lot of the Australian Open. So that's like the middle of the night. Same thing for you with the hockey. So like I'm just having coffee at like. 3 a.m. you know and it's just like it's not good for your sleep yeah no. good, but i'm used to it so i wake up usually like 1 2 p.m and then i prepare my slate and it's like kind of perfect for any job <laughs> it's always good but yeah i usually see that the you know, lines move very lines move when i wake up usually at 1 or 2 p.m really you can see big movement on lines so i don't know what it's like 12 get 12 hours before the game so what what time yeah. is it where you are right now? Now it's uh, eight p.m. Eight p.m. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So seven hours difference we, yeah. uh, between uh, Eastern time zone and Vito time zone yeah. in Riga, Latvia. So it's uh, seven hours for me, Andrew. That would be six hours for you. The yeah. difference. Yeah. So that's pretty yeah. good. It's Sunday evening there uh, already in uh, Latvia for uh, Vito right now. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, it's Super Bowl Monday for for in, in yeah, Europe it's nice. it's <laughs> and not nice. Super Bowl nice. Sunday. Yeah, when the Super Bowl starts Super Bowl in the morning. morning. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it'll be uh 1:30 a.m. for uh Vito yeah. in Latvia when the uh, Super Bowl 
uh, kicks off uh, later today. And speaking of the Super Bowl, great segue. It's our last chance to remind you about the DraftKings Sportsbook offer you can take advantage of. Official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. They are giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team tonight. Rams or Bengals bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets. If your team wins DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. You can play for DraftKings daily fantasy football contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings app. Use promo code THPN. Get 56 to one odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 years of age or older. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right. Best bets to wrap up this Super Bowl Sunday edition of the Ice Guys. Uh, Andrew, we'll start. We've only got two games left on the card, but uh, best bet from one of them. What do you like? Yeah, I was going to say, are we are we giving out uh, best bet live bets here <laughs> on the games that are happening right now? Uh, you know what? Give me the Avalanche in regulation today. Um, I, I, I don't like the... I know that the Avalanche can't win every game, but I don't like the Stars' defense, and I think that um, if they want to trade goals against a team like Colorado, it's not going to be a good recipe for them. So give me the Avs. All right, Colorado in regulation, minus 105 against the Dallas Stars. Best bet for Andrew McGinnis. Uh, Vito, I don't think you love the Pittsburgh, New Jersey, or Colorado-Dallas game, so if you had to give out some kind of best bet, what would it be? I have. I start to have opinions after the show, you know, like always. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, well, we all do. took Pittsburgh last time I was here, and they let me down against the Kings at home. So I not really want to take, I think, Pittsburgh over 3-5. I, I think I'm going to take Dallas and Colorado over six goals. There you go. Colorado-Dallas over six, and I like that play as well uh, for Vito with his best bet. Mine is going to be the over in the other game that's uh, still to be played. Pittsburgh-New Jersey uh, over the total, six and a half, uh, even money plus 100. Uh, I think we see that game get up and over the total, and we see uh, – both teams find the back of the net there. I think New Jersey will contribute as well. We've seen them, again, 14 goals the last two games. But whether it's a, you know, a rusty Mackenzie Blackwood who's not had a good season or it's uh, still either John Gillies or Nico Dawes in net for New Jersey, I don't trust any of that trio to shut down the Penguins here. So Pittsburgh, New Jersey, over six and a half for my best bet for this Sunday card. And that'll wrap things up. Um, uh I talked Super Bowl yesterday at the end of Saturday's show with Jake Hahn and with Vito. I gave you my side, my total, my props. Andrew, uh, you haven't had a chance on the show to talk Super Bowl and props that you like, so here's your chance. Uh, I'll give two. I'll, uh, Joe Mixon, over 24 and a half receiving yards. Really like that. As much as I think they're going to have to stretch the field, I think they're going to have to rely on um, you know, the guys in the backfield uh, for some short passes, swing plays. Um, when they're, you know, the pressure is going from uh, Donald and the pass rush from the Rams, Mixon will have to be there to support him. The numbers drop down, um, but I don't really buy into that quite a bit. And another one that I really like that was plus 260, now plus 240, though, will there be a defensive or special teams touchdown 
Um, I've locked that in at plus 260. You can get that uh, at DraftKings now, excuse me, I think plus 245. I think whether it's a pick six that uh, Stafford throws or whether it's a uh, fumble from the Bengals or the Rams, I think that uh, we're going to see a defensive touchdown. And it's been a positive expectation wager over the last 15 years. I think it's eight of the last 15, but also getting the plus 240, plus 250 price tag uh, makes it worth your while pretty much every single year, it seems. There it, there it, oh, there it is. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, Super Bowl props from Andrew. I gave out a bunch yesterday. Uh, again, tune into the end of yesterday. Show. I don't want to repeat them all because I think I gave you like twenty props. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> make sure you uh, uh, at least ten. I gave you anyway, but it was a lot. So make sure you uh, tune into the end of Saturday's show. Uh, and I gave you out what I like for the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, Vito, when the Super Bowl's on tonight, will you be checking the score? Will you be this watching a little bit you of it? What hat? are you doing? You see my hat. Yes, this, uh, this, uh, <laughs> I bought it when I was in Seattle. There you they, go. Uh, that was in 2014, I think, when they win. Unfortunately, well, that right? team season is done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not in today's game. But I have uh, aura. I have NFL aura here. So <laughs> there we yeah. go. Vito, not well, the I'm on the. Uh, I guess I, I watch. I will. I'll be watching the game. I think, and I watched also the playoff a little bit games, and I know OBJ right. OBJ is the king, right? <laughs> yeah. Odell Beckham. Yeah. I like Odell his Beckham. receiving yards, actually. I don't. I like his receiving yards. Yeah. Yeah. And a Kendall Blanton, the tight end for the Rams, too, because Cincinnati struggles against tight ends, and I could see him having uh, 30 receiving yards. I think it's 29 and a half. That got hammered up, by the way. That was. I think that was 19 and a half on Kendall Blanton's receiving yards, and it's like 29 and a half now. So, and plus, do you, do you still like playing. it at 29 and a half, Ian? I think it's still worth a bet at that number. Um, how many catches do you think he has to have to get that? Um, see, with the Bengals, they've given up chunk yardage to tight ends, so it might only take one or two catches. Right. Uh, so you might be in a situation where you can expect still uh, him to just need one or two of those receptions to be able to uh, get to that receiving yards number. So uh, looking forward to the Super Bowl. Uh, I know we all are, even Vito. He's looking forward to the Super Bowl uh, tonight as well. And we're looking forward to another week on the ice, guys. We're also looking forward to the BetCast Tuesday night. Make sure you join us. If you want to invite onto the live stream with us Tuesday night, just get in touch with me, Andrew, any of the crew. Uh, send a DM, and we'll make sure we send you a link to the BetCast to join us live on the stream on the show Tuesday night when we go live. Uh, for the BetCast. So that's a wrap for this edition of the Ice Guys. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Andrew McGinnis and for Vito, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Sunday, a great Super Bowl Sunday. Enjoy the big game. Uh, cash some tickets on the ice in the Super Bowl. Uh, good luck, and we will see you and talk to you again tomorrow on Monday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.